and right on time. And <laughs> under the wire, here we go. Here we go. Two birds catching up. Woo! I'm Brittany Bishop. I'm Seth Bunting. And here we are. We're and with we you. finally, we finally come to the table for the week. We do on this Friday night. <laughs> on this Friday night. You um, look great, though. You do. Sitting no, here in your pajamas. Um, it's, been a long, it's been a long, hard week. Yeah. And you're still kicking. You're still going through it. And we could not be more proud of that. <laughs> we really couldn't. We love you for listening. We do. We and uh, we thank you, Brittany. How has your week been? My week's been my week's been good. You know, um, working hard or hardly working. <laughs> working hard, honestly. Um, but you know, there's, there's uh, not, not too too much going on. Um, let's see. Fun fact: My therapist um, named her, is having another baby, right? Yeah. And she told me, okay. she said, "Hey, um, this is, I'm actually having a new baby, and you know, finding a way to tell you." And I'm like, "What?" Um, excuse me. Number one. Excuse I'm, me. Number one, because I'm like, um, I'm your baby. You <laughs> I'm your child. Me, and you take care of me, number one. <laughs> yeah. Christine. Uh, don't forget <laughs> your firstborn. <laughs> me. Um, me. <laughs> number two. Um, and she said, also, I'm naming my baby and it's going to have the same name as your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <gasps> oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yes. And she was like, yeah, I talked about it with my husband and she was like, I told him about you or whatever, and he was like, is that weird for you? And she's like, no, I mean, I never met him. Like, <laughs> no. I was like, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, okay. I was like, I don't you don't want to curse your child with a spooky name. A spooky, <laughs> but, you know. Spooky accident. But, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, my gosh. It'll be fine. I don't know how I would feel about that. If, no. Yeah. I just hate Is to that think, something you guys are okay with? I like, hate to think that I planted that seed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But even if, like, say that you dated a, a Bob back in the day or something, like, would you not let, like, the fact that your child, like, would you just eliminate the name Bob or? Yes. You, yeah. I would do the same thing. Like, Because I'm never, I don't, I don't want my kid to be associated with a failed love that I had. Yeah. I don't know, huh. but like she, she, that has nothing to do with her. Has nothing to do with her. I was just curious. I was like, hmm, that is funny. Yeah, so yeah, um, that's my news for the week. Um, Interesting. My EP is coming out on August thirtieth. Um, August is a busy month. Busy month. Uh, busy month, and still we are here. And still we're here. Still we're kicking. Still we've made it. Right. Seth, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. I spent most of my time this week running around. In the sun, sweating like crazy, um, hanging up posters for this show. Yes. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. Um, I got to go to the lake this week, jump off the cliffs, have some me time. It was fun. And um, yeah, and then we do it all and we come back to the table and hang out with Queen. We yes, just, absolutely. Yes, me and Queen had a lot of catching up to do ourselves. We, did, we, and, did. Uh, we watched some crazy television that we're going to tell you that about we are later. That we're going to talk about. Yes, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Um, yep, and I'm getting excited for, of course, the album release party. Yes. And also, don't forget about Mockingbird on the 31st and Cafe Coco on the 14th. Brittany is at Springwater in September. Third. Third. Um, two old hippies, October twelfth, and more dates to come. Hey, hey, stay updated. Hey. All right. So now, time for the infamous, the one, the, and the only, only lyric, lyric breakdown. breakdown. It is that time, Brittany. What did you bring to the table this week? So this week, I've brought a song that pretty much carried me through my freshman year of college because it okay. was a time when the head was hanging low. I was not super excited about everything that was happening. Yeah. Hard time. Hard time. You know, I normally bring sad songs to the table, but this week, no, no. Yeah. There's a first time for everything. Yeah. This song um, was written by three sisters. Um, 
and another writer, but they, let's see, what's their names? Natalie Klosner, Allison Klosner, and Megan Klosner, but their band is called Joseph. So they have a song called White Flag, and I absolutely love it. It's just an anthem, it's an upbeat, like, their voices are beautiful, number one. Number two, it's just like an upbeat, absolutely powerful song, like an uplifting song. Even can uplift those of us who love sad music almost exclusively. Uh-huh. So sad music can be really I love it. Helpful. Yeah, I love sad music. But when you only listen to sad music sometimes it's like a little <laughs> But uh, <laughs> everything okay. Yeah, there was like two years where I did not stop listening to Jason Isbell. It was just Jason Isbell every day and that incredible writer, but I it's not helping. Got dark. <laughs> got dark. There, uh, real quick. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> Um, so, White Flag oh, is wait, essentially... stop playing with the bag. Yeah, he won't play oh. that. How about that? How about that? Come and get it. So, <laughs> it starts out with, your yelling's getting loud. Keep it down now. Keep it down now. There's talk going around this town. Keep it down now. Noises co- closing in from all sides, warning all the ways to die. They say you'd better give up. You'd better get up. You'd better give up. Hmm. So, I kind of... This sounds to me like our modern age that we're living in. It's kind of like there's a lot of voices that are angry. There's a lot of hateful voices. And there's a lot of discouraging things that are happening. Mm-hmm. But it's saying, you know, there's all this talk. There's all these things. There's all these, you know, we see bad stories in the news every day. But, and it says, give up, you know, be discouraged. But the court, it comes with the hook. I'll be an army. No, you're not going to stop me getting through. I'll sing a marching song and stomp through the halls louder than you. I love that. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like a fun... And the song's so fun. Like, when you hear it, you'll absolutely... Eee. But it's like, I'm gonna sing my song and no one's gonna stop me. And I'm going to say what I believe and I'm gonna carry on and I'm gonna continue to love and I'm gonna continue to do my thing. Yeah. Um, I could surrender, but I'd just be pretending. No, I'd rather be dead than live a lie. Burn the white flag. So burn the white flag. Like white flag is a surrender yeah. term in war. So it says burn the white flag. I'm not surrendering. I'm yeah. pushing through this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I know. So verse two, whisper move the air. Can you hear me? Sometimes it's all I've got to spare. Can you hear me? Noise is closing in from all sides, warning all the ways to die. They say you'd better give up. You'd better give up. I say I'll never give up. I'll never give up. Hmm. Yeah. So it says, you know what? You're coming at me from all angles, but yeah. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Burn the I'm white flag. Not gonna stop till I get my shit. Yeah. So this, you know, this song it it is a little repetitive, like as far as the chorus, but the chorus is so freaking fun. Like yeah. it's a bop. But I love the idea meme. behind yeah. it. I love how they were like. I love how they used burn the white flag, but in a hopeful way. Yeah. But in like a, you know, uplifting way. Yeah. They turned it around quick. I love that. Yeah. That's really pretty. And that's just one of my favorite songs. So I decided to share that with us today exactly burn the white flag yes well thank you Brittany. that was a really good one i like the just the overall meaning i like songs that have like different topics to them if that makes sense like i don't like to listen to songs about the same topics yeah. over and over and over again i don't like to listen to maybe that's why i have an issue with love songs there's too many love songs i can't like, listen to love songs i can't don't. sometimes i have a hard time writing love songs i'm like Can i we don't stop for a second <laughs> I simply don't. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. All right, you guys. So this week, I brought to the table one of my favorite bands. I'm sure you guys have heard a little something about them. Um, Paramore. Brittany, have you heard of them? <laughs> you know what? Um, Haley Williams' mom teaches at Belmont. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're always around. I love them. There was somebody I was talking to the other day, and, like, their dad worked on their house or something. And oh. I was like... Okay, how lit. Like, 
They do, don't they live like over in? She's around, yeah. Like yeah. Haley Williams lives in Nashville. She hits up uh, Fido. Yeah, yeah. In Hillsborough. That's what. Yes, our friends are there. I remember. Yeah. Remember, um, yeah, Morgan yeah. Carly. Okay, but long story short, they have this song. Um, it used to play in a retail store that I worked at a while ago. It's called Fake Happy. And I love these lyrics because I think it's something that we can all relate to. But like Britney, like if you listen to it, it's about like this really touchy subject, like kind of saddening, but like at the same time, like something that we all go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, they make it very upbeat, very exciting to listen to. And it's like, yeah, I've been doing a good job. <laughs> did it? Did it make it? I'm think. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's very fun. Um, so it starts with the intro. It goes, I love to make you believe that what you get is what you see, but I'm so fake happy. I feel so fake happy. So she's just talking about like putting up this facade of Mm -hmm. like conversation every day and like people that you run into and you're not actually getting like a genuine connection. You're putting on that face and maybe not even acquaintances, maybe some of your friends and stuff like, you know, you can feel whenever it's not like a genuine conversation that you're having. And so it's like this fake happy feeling you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like why do we put up that face sometimes we all are going through stuff yeah. you know um and I bet everybody here is just as insincere we're also fake happy and I know fake happy <laughs> have oh. you ever been at a party and like standing to the side or something and you're looking around and like I don't understand how these people can socialize the way I that have, they do I've they never been around? to a party not like that so. yes <laughs> and that's kind of I don't I don't understand sometimes I mean I love to socialize don't get me wrong this is like to a certain extent you know but then it's just kind of funny because I think we've all been there at certain times where you're just like not in the mood or something like you're just acting like you're happy to be there. Well, sometimes you know parties are huge distractions for a distraction yeah, for a lot yeah. of people and so it's like you can look around and see Everybody just running away from some problems, kind of. Yeah. If you look at it like that, I always think about stupid stuff like that. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> you know, it's true. Yeah. And then she goes into the pre-chorus. She says, um, "Oh no, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Verse one. Sorry, I forgot that was like a slow intro part. <laughs> Whenever you hear it, like it's not. Listen through the whole song because it's not all just like the beginning. Okay. So verse one, it goes. So I've been doing a good job of making them think I'm quite all right, but hope I don't blink. You see, it's easy when I'm stomping on the beat. No one sees me when I crawl back underneath. So she's talking about, like, going out, dancing around, like, it's whatever. But then whenever she goes back home, she still feels the same way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, she's been doing a good job at this for a while, she says. And I'm doing quite all right. Um, but hope I don't blink. Like, I, yeah. hope I don't, you know, make let it. it through. Yeah, I hope I don't, like, let this sneak through somehow. Um, hey, if I smile with my teeth, I bet you believe me. If I smile with my teeth... I think I believe me. I've always thought that was a funny line. Like, well, yeah. It's like, have you ever heard if you smile more? Like, you yeah. know, it gets you in a better mood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So it may work for some people. Well, but. I mean, in yoga, like a lot of people will, um, if you're holding a pose that's especially a vulnerable pose, they'll they'll tell you to smile to smile. yourself. And, yeah. Hmm. No, smile. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I guess in a certain <laughs> situation. Yeah, I just think that's funny. She's like, if I smile with my teeth, like if I laugh in the middle of this conversation. Yeah, if I do something. a really good job pretending. Yes. <laughs> if I commit to the rule. Yes. Um, oh, please, don't ask me how I've been. Don't make me play pretend. I've always liked that. Yeah. Well. Just every line in this song is honestly bumping. You should go listen to it. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, oh, no. Oh, what's the use? Oh, please, I bet everybody here is fake happy, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so social check. Right. <laughs> I bet everybody here is going through I bet something. I all y'all. Yeah. Um, if I go out tonight, dress up my fears. Do you think I look all right with these mascara tears? Aw. Mm-hmm. 
Don't, don't go be getting sad in public on right. us or anything. It's all okay. Or waterproof, at least. For those of us who know we cry all the time. <laughs> For waterproof, at least. Um, see, I'm going to draw my lipstick wider than my mouth. And if the lights are low, they'll never see me frown. Oh. See, like, I love the imagery she's putting on, on, of, on yeah. all of this, like, literally in a social set. On a se- Why can't I talk? I'm sorry, Hello? you guys. In a social setting, like, she's just like, if I put my lipstick up like the Joker, maybe, right. no. maybe that'll work. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> um, and then she goes back into the hook. But yeah, that's always been a really fun song for me. I like that song a lot. Yes, go and check out their discography. They're perfect. They're amazing. Everything you need and want that you don't know. If you haven't heard of them, if you have... Follow the fan club. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, we are pretty excited to talk about this week's Pop Culture Wildin. Um, I've always just been intrigued by Katy Perry. I've, wow. <laughs> I've always just been like, what's happening with her? She seems like this pop princess, but then I feel like she's not all the way that. Do you remember her breakdown? Didn't she have like a Britney Spears breakdown right before Witness? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I heard. Right before Witness, she had like this public therapy. <laughs> Bless you. A public therapy session and everything. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and she broke down and was like, I don't want to be Katie anymore. I just want to be Catherine. Like, oh, yeah. She's been going name. through it. Yeah. So. And then Chain to the Rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chain to the Rhythm is definitely a social awakening song. She's like, she's in her head. But yeah. we love you, Katie. We support you. It's just a lot happening. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, yes, this story is, we may change our mind after this. We're not sure. So Yeah, I mean, I don't know her personally. And it's hard with these types of things. But yeah. also, I, you know, yeah. we'll get into it. But I also place a huge importance on supporting victims or yep. supporting people coming out. Yep. Um, and being brave and telling something that was traumatic that happened to them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That being said, um, in the past week, Katy Perry has been accused by not one but two people that she's come in contact with throughout her career of um, sexual harassment. Yeah. So the first was um, a male model who was in her Teenage Dream video, which is nine years old this week. Um, and, you know, he said that he had had a crush on Katie back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. she was a big pop star, like an up and coming. Of course. You know, Everybody like, had, a crush on, right. had a crush on Katie. Yeah. Period. And so he, you know, she invites him to a private party um, after the video shoot like sometime yeah. after and um allegedly you know she invites some friends over there people that he didn't know she was the only person he knew there and uh she pulls his pants out or like down oh. to show to, you know shows downstairs and uh she was like like look at this like isn't this great like showing you know <laughs> his body to everyone there yeah and he said he never felt more humiliated like belittled by a job um and all this kind of came about because it was the anniversary of Teenage Dream and, you know, everyone was posting about it, but he decided to go on, you know, post a really long thing and it kind of ended with, you know, yeah, so I guess happy anniversary to this horrible belittling yeah. job. That of I had course, to do. <laughs> this horrible belittling job. So the second person that has come out hmm. is um, a Russian TV presenter. Yes. Tina Kandalecki. And she said that back in the day, she was invited to a private party with Katie, and Katie got tipsy, and Katie kind of focused in on her. You know, if you're at a party somewhere and some drunk person just, like, picks you for some reason to, like, be very affectionate with, and they just want to, like, yeah. It was just, 
You're like, I don't understand. I don't. This I don't is understand. Unwanted. You're messy. I don't. This is not the deal. Yeah. And, I think it's awkward. Quit. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> so this woman, you know, Tina was saying that Katie was trying to kiss her and grope her and like hug on her and just, and yeah. So she's quoted saying, I managed to fight back. Strength training was not in vain. And Katie instantly found a new victim for kisses, hugs, and dirty dances. Um, she added, as far as I can tell, there were no casualties at the party, but I won't be surprised at the stream of, um, memories of unhappy fans who for years carried this inside themselves, and now they suddenly remember this, this golden dignity. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, she's saying that, you know, it's not, she's not going to be surprised as more people start to come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. and say, hey, that happened to me, too. Yeah. That's crazy. Aye. And And an important thing... You know, uh, I'm a huge feminist, obviously. Yeah. But um, an important thing that uh, the male model actually said, he was like, you know, right now it's a lot of men in power really abusing stuff. And really, you know, we need to warn against that. But women in power can be just as dangerous and disgusting. It's even. It can turn a person, you know, no matter who you are, into thinking that you have the right to do whatever to people. Yeah. If it kind of goes that way, if you don't keep your head on your shoulders. Yeah. So, yeah, so, that's, uh, that's kind of how that situation's going. Well, I, I think that is horrible, of course. I just want, I want to hear Katie say something. Yeah, I she needs her to, to have already addressed it by now. Yeah, I want to hear Katie say, like, I did or didn't do this. But if she says I did, I want her to tell, like, the situation and what was happening. I know it's just, it's not okay either way. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. And this is just a horrible right. <laughs> yeah, thing. Because what it would be so it would would it be the same way if it was a a, a girl accusing a guy? Right. Yeah, she she needs to address it. Um, yeah. Yeah. If this is a pattern for her, it's about to get real rough because exactly. people are going to want to imagine if a bunch of people came out and said this about Katie. I mean, that's I kind can't... of how it goes. Yeah. Normally, so we will see. Yeah. Uh, you know, the severity yeah. of all this and what's what's happened. Yeah. Lately, I think, I don't know, Katie seems very unfocused. Her latest, the Witness album was, I don't know if I'm going to get sued for saying this on a platform uh, or whatever, but that was a major flop. We all know that. Besides Change of the Rhythm got the most um, I think, airplay. Bon Appetit was another one that got airplay. I didn't like that one. But, um, but those about, were her radio pushes. Nothing else was. Only videos I saw was Swish Swish and... Mm-mm. I didn't like that song. I didn't like that no. video. I didn't like the look. I didn't like the vibe. I didn't love any of it. I did like this new Never Really Over stuff. I like that song. The second single from this latest stuff is flopping already a bit too. Small Talk or whatever it is. <sighs> Has anybody listening heard Small Talk? Do we know what that is? I don't know. I mean, her songs <laughs> over the past few, like, have kind of all blended together to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. As far as not really saying anything prolific, not really. Yeah. I mean, but that can't be a super shock. Yeah. It's Katy Perry. She, that's not her shtick. It's not her thing to talk mm-hmm. about social change. It's not her. Yeah. I mean, just because I think you should doesn't mean, you know, mm-hmm. people use their platforms for different things. Um, but we'll keep you updated on all that. We'll keep you updated on everything yeah. Katy Perry. Um, not maybe, everything, but just this. Maybe, maybe. I was like, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, not all the aspects. <laughs> oh, but you know what it's time for right now? Ooh. Our favorite segment of all time. Spooky. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, 
All right, you guys, so you know we like to stay up on the latest of events with conspiracies and spookies. We, do. we did tell you a lot about the alien stories, but um, we want to put that on a pause. We told you not to hold us to that for a reason. Right. We, we get into a lot within we a do. week's time, and this was one of those things. And this is one of those things. Brittany, tell them about it. What's going on? Okay. So, pretty much what we have found. There's a show. <laughs> the evidence we have now. The evidence we have now. <laughs> there is a show on Netflix um, that's just come out. It's called The Family. Watch it, number one, number two. I'm pretty sure. I think they can hear me eating these chips. I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah, maybe chips I'm not is going not to. the best thing. <laughs> I, was, I, just, I put one in and then was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay. okay, no disrespect. I apologize. So, you know, in this time of like, politi- in this political climate, it is, it's a really spooky, sketchy time out there. It's very hard to trust um, very much. Um, there's just a lot of deception, it seems. Uh, so, that being said, this show kind of takes an approach on... Okay, motorcycle. Okay, motorcycle. It's the family. They're coming. Um, this show takes an approach on this religious group. They claim to be Christian. Um, they're, they call themselves the Fellowship or the Family. It's been a thing since the 1930s, but we just have never known about it. And essentially, they're pulling the strings with with politicians yeah. um, with a, you know certain politicians and they have had their hands on every president since Eisenhower true yes so <laughs> that being said with that being said they start by recruiting guys um, and they know this because uh, the guy who kind of spearheaded the family books he wrote two books about them uh, and helped with the documentary he was in this group he was recruited and kind of stumbled in when he was 20 years old um, through a friend because the friend's family asked him to check in on him because he had left, you know, his good job, just got a college degree, his fiance, everything, great life. And then just... Comes from money yeah, yeah. and left it for this, uh, what they feared was a cult mm-hmm. because he would not communicate with them. He kind of dropped off. And so, you know, this guy gets initiated into this little family and these guys are just living in sort of a frat house, but it's like the nicest freaking mansion in DC. Yeah. Like, not the nicest mansion in DC, but like a really nice mansion. And instead of like drinking booze, you right. drink um, communion. <clears throat> yes, yes. They don't drink, they don't swear. Um, they're, they also don't read the Bible that much though. This family kind of preaches an ideology of you're being chosen. Yeah. Not everyone is chosen, mm-hmm. which is definitely different from you know, traditional Christianity, which says God's love is for all, it's, it's equal. equal. yeah. This is a group where they are specifically targeting the men. You know, you don't see any women influencers in the family. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Um, but, yeah, so these guys are essentially a little bit brainwashed and trained to go in after they leave the frat house or whatever, after years and years. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, gonna go and pull strings of politicians. Mm-hmm. So now they have the evidence of this organization. It, it's so crazy. Y'all. It is really crazy. So they're behind the National Prayer Breakfast. The yep. first one was held um, by a Norwegian man with 19 unnamed businessmen yep. to keep the wealth in the hands of the wealthy mm-hmm. during the Great Depression. And ever since then, it has mutated into the National Prayer Breakfast, which every president since Eisenhower has participated in. Mm-hmm. And it is completely run by the family, infiltrated by the family, and they use it to talk to foreign leaders. They mm-hmm. use it to... They have 
even now branch out into terrorists. Like they're talking to They're all, talking to everyone. They're talking to everyone. And it's not in a way like they say. They say that they just go to these meetings and are talking about Jesus and, and things like that. But there's proof that they have had these shell corporations and charities to funnel millions of dollars that can't be traced because of their tax status as a religious organization mm -hmm. through the family. And so these terrorists are paying them money to lobby for certain laws. Um, they wanted to go along with a law that put gay people to death. They, that's not, <laughs> like they are going Any way beyond. Like, yeah. They're going way beyond everything. And the founder is named Doug Coe, or the guy that took it over and really, it had the most influence during his yeah. time. Well, the founder was the Abraham... Fa the, well, the original founder with that first meeting of the businessmen yes. was um, Abraham Veride, Yes, is what it is. But then Doug Coe took over in the 50s. Yeah. Um, they had the first one at the White House. Yes, the first prayer breakfast was in 53, and Veride, the original guy, died in 69. Yep. So Doug kind of moved in and stepped up. Mm -hmm. And they say Doug is just the most nice dude ever. Da, 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 da. They said he came out of nowhere too, though. He, he wasn't in there very Well, long. he has this whole thing. He literally has a quote in one of the sermons that says, the more invisible you can make your organization, the more influence it will have. Mm -hmm. And he used references. And he it always talks in the sermons about the mafia and Hitler. Mm -hmm. And he was like, do you know who else had a strong following like this? Hitler. And was not condemning Hitler, but saying we should look to Hitler. Yeah. As... Imagine going... Because of his power and like how he was able to control all these people and get them to leave everything... Yeah. For this agenda. Imagine going to church and hearing your pastor talk <sighs> about how great of an organization Hitler put in the mafia. In the mafia. If you are doing how? something religious and you decide to use examples, good examples, what we should do, and they include Hitler and the mafia, I would say you're doing it wrong. Truly. And Doug is actually dead now, but the family, <laughs> the family has continued on. They are. They are with Donald Trump mm -hmm. right now. Um, they have been influencing him. And there's been just... You can watch the documentary yourself, but there's been so many presidents literally get behind the pedestal and be like, I and want to thank Doug. Doug Coe. Yeah. And that's the only reason why people, like journalists, were starting to be like, huh, who is this guy that all these yeah. presidents in the past 50 years... Have been thanking. <laughs> that's got to be someone... And to not know his name, for the common public to not know his name, he's got to have some pretty heavy rank, huh? It just doesn't make sense. You can go back on videos of like different oh. press conferences and see him standing to the side. Yes, but he's never in seen. all these pictures with JFK, everything <clears throat> like that. Nothing. But also, the kind of how they conduct themselves, there's this one prick who is in the family still, and he just kept talking. And I, I wanted... He was actually a Tennessee representative. I could clock him. I could clock he him sucked. so quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> he did. There's no other way to say it. But like, there's one of the family members that uh, cheated on his wife. And they were like, the guy comes out the next time he's seen and is like, oh, well, I'm working with the family to get my mind right, da, da, da. And they were like, we're so proud of him. Like, didn't even yeah. say that he did And he disappeared wrong. for a long amount of time. They thought he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, they have had multiple people come out and say, I've cheated on my wife. One of the guys even cheated on his wife with another person in the family, and the family still was like... No big deal. We're, <laughs> you know, he... God, he's imperfect people. It's all fine. But they, then that's true. But they literally, these men get away with baby murder. Everything. Everything. And they're just saying, 
you know, the guy. Th- that's, <laughs> yeah, and they want, they want it to all be about power. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Power and control. That's what they were talking about whenever they said that they were chosen. Yeah. They are horrible. Ego, yeah. They are not in favor of the poor. They want to keep the money in the hands of a select few. Mm-hmm. Not a good organization, no matter what they try to BS. Yeah. And that's the family. Yeah, that's the family. And that's why they have the name The Family, to make it more invisible. They like go by several different names. They do also. So, so that it's not one streamlined, easily searched. Yeah, yeah. And also, until recently, like Doug Coe was having everyone remove everything about him from the internet. His yeah. name, everything. Why do you want that? More recently, they've came out and been like, you know, it's After okay. this documentary, they realized they had to, or they were going to look insane. Yeah, yeah. They have to put up a front and be like, no, 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 we're open, we're open. Mm-hmm. Or else. But it's been secretive for Bowie's on the bags again. We just will wrap. It's okay. It's okay. We're almost done here. We're I don't almost have, done. I don't have the energy to go get that out of the bag. Where's Bowie? Listen, guys. He's out of sight. Here we are. Out of sight, not out of mind. Never <laughs> Um We've had so much fun at the table this Friday night. We have. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so sad that it's going to be another week before we're back. I know. Oh, but we're about to pop up on the scene. We are. some fun things. We are. Stay another tuned. Another vlog coming soon. Ooh. Stay Excited. Just stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> That's right. Two birds creeping. Oh, Seth is not saying it tonight. <laughs> Seth is so tired. I but I had to have a talk with everybody catching up. Right. You know? I had to have a talk with the birds. I had to have a talk with the birds. I had to. Okay, guys. We love you. We do. More than you Don't ever. forget that. Don't. Please. Ever. Don't. All right. We'll call back next okay, week. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> you hang up first. Uh,